Hey, this is Bradley Weber. I'm one of the pastors on staff here at Forward Church. Listen, I'm so glad you tuned in to today's podcast. I hope it challenges you and inspires you to go after God and be all that God's called you to be. Enjoy today's message. Amen. High five somebody and say, glad to be an American. This morning I want to share with you from God's word how we can honor our military and how we ought to honor our military. At the close of this brief message, there will be another video by, I think, one of the greatest speakers, if not one of the best presidents, President Ronald Reagan. And then at the end of that one, listen closer so you'll know exactly what we're going to be doing. When that video finishes, we're going to ask anyone that has served in the military or law enforcement, because if we don't take care at home, we're not going to do a very good job abroad. And we need to honor those who are serving on the front lines here. So I want you to see me this morning as a soldier of the cross, willing to have served in the military like my uncle who died at Pearl Harbor. So there's going to be some strong things that I'm going to say. But I'll back that up with scripture and also with the lives of those who've made it possible for us to be here today. So I'd like to open up by saying to you this morning that uncommon valor was a common virtue. Nothing disturbs me more than to see individuals kneeling down when the Pledge of the Allegiance or the Star Spangled Banner is being played. If you will kneel there, you also are going to kneel to terrorists. Let me say that again. If you will kneel at that moment, you will also bow and kneel to terrorists. It is time to stand for this nation. Here we go. Memorial Day this year is especially important as we are reminded almost daily of the great sacrifices that men and women of the armed services made to defend our way of life. Their example should be a reflection of his example at the cross. Jesus sacrificed so that we could have eternal life. Even though Isaac and Kelly and Tom and many others are not here today, The Bible says that they are with those who are surrounding us in the great cloud of witnesses. They are present, and they look forward to being with you when that hour comes. Perhaps every American needs to be reminded of what John F. Kennedy said so many years ago. And I quote, My fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. But see, I like to break that down and put it this way. Instead of asking what your teachers or coaches can do for you, ask what you can do for them. I like to break it down this way. Instead of asking your parents what they can do for you, why don't you step up and ask, what can I do for you? You see, come on, church. I told you I'm standing as a soldier. It's easy to say about the country, but that's general. We've got to be specific. And when you're specific, you go the extra mile and go, hey, mom, hey, dad, what can I do for you? Because if you don't do it at home, you're not going to do it in the country. Good preaching, soldier. 
In 2 Chronicles chapter 7 and verse 14, there's only three things that I want to leave with you this morning. And what an honor to be able to speak behind such a person as Ronald Reagan. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, turn from their wicked ways. The message that I'm developing for much later, basically in this nation, we want our own way. And your way and my way always produces wickedness. So watch out when God lets you have your way. Then the Bible says, I will hear from heaven, and I will forgive their sin, and will heal their land. Somebody was asking me over the weekend, not here nor in this community, what in the world is going on in our schools? We just heard about another incident at the middle school level. Listen closely, church, to a soldier in God's kingdom. If the church, the body of Christ, does not come back to 2 Chronicles 7.14, listen closely, the next engagement will be elementary school. It is high time for the church, God's people, to buy into 2 Chronicles 7.14. Moving quickly, and I'm sure some of you are going, you know, I don't appreciate him saying that. Well, I'd rather be warned and be proactive than be told after the fact and then react. Proverbs eleven fourteen says, For a lack of guidance, a nation falls, but victory is won through many advisors. I'm standing here this morning as an advisor in God's kingdom to say that we lack guidance because we want our way. Amen. Well, let's go to the USA. Let's go to the USA. One of the things I've always loved about the Olympics is this. I love it when they start chanting, USA, USA, USA. Now listen, America, sure, why not? America is not idolatry in my mind. America has been bought by the blood of Jesus Christ. This nation used to help other countries more than any other country in all the world. But we've slipped because we lack counsel, and we don't like guidance. But let's talk about the USA, because I can't wait for these closing videos. Hmm. Hmm. The U stands for united. Listen to one of the prayers that was prayed by Paul for Timothy. But I also found that soldiers have used this passage of Scripture. Listen closely. I urge you then, first of all, that petitions, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for all people, for kings and all those in authority, that we may leave, listen, live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. Huh. Listen, prophetic word for you. There's a day coming when a man is going to arise on the face of the earth and he's going to speak peace, but it won't be the result of prayer. If by chance you're still here, don't believe it. Don't buy it. Peace comes as a result of prayer. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. And that soldier used this particular passage of Scripture back during World War II. 
Prayer brings peace. Prayer teaches us to lead a quiet life, which produces godliness and holiness. Hmm. I don't think Facebook would like that passage. I stand before you this morning as the soldier in the kingdom of the Lord Jesus Christ. Alexander Henry said, On what rests the hope of the republic? One country, one language, one flag. Yes and amen. I stand for that. When I put that one in there, I almost deleted it. Like, that one's not going to sound real good, and that's not politically correct. I want to give you some information this morning as a soldier in the kingdom of the Lord Jesus Christ. See, I didn't say the church. I said the kingdom. Hmm. There are no politics in God's kingdom. The passage of Scripture would be when the mothers came to Jesus and said, Yo, Jesus, when we all get there, where will our sons rank? He said, you can go look this up. He said, that's not going to be my call. That's going to be my father's call. There are no political moves in God's kingdom. Ah, uh, come on, church. Come on, church. See, those men out there on that front line and those women that are out there on that front line, they are unified. They are united. They know that in order to return home, it doesn't mean just for them. It means everyone that's involved. Hmm. Hmm. I believe in one flag. Hmm. Stand for a moment, Dennis. If you only knew the opposition that's going on in this country and how the enemy is working dastardly to destroy what has been built. You know, my dad was a pastor and also a contractor. I never saw him tear a home down that he built. What in the world are we doing? What in the world are we doing? What has been built by many generations before us, it seems like in our culture today, we're working endlessly to tear it down. Hmm. Just so that we can be politically correct. Hmm. Well, USA, USA. Let's go to the S, please. S stands for selfless. Soldiers are selfless. When they're under attack and they are attacking, their goal is to come out alive and bring others with them. Selfless. We live in a selfish society. Self-centered society. Psalm 119, verse 36. Turn my heart towards your statues and not toward selfish gain. Let me read it again, please. Turn my heart towards your statues and not toward selfish gain. One writer has put it this way. There's nothing nobler than risking your life for your country. Let me read it again. There is nothing nobler than risking your life for your country. I would also add, being a soldier in the army of the Lord is a big risk. But since we've moved away from church history, we don't even remember, nor do we know, and there are those that don't even care how many have laid their lives down for the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hmm. Are we really ready? To embrace Second Chronicles 7, 14? Hmm. Jesus talked about listening to children. Hmm. Hmm. Thank you for that great response. 
Yes, I am ready to do what I need to do to protect her future. Hmm. One more verse before we move to the final part of the message. A soldier tucked this away in his uniform and looked at it every day. Isaiah 41.10. Listen to it closely. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Several quotes before we move to the letter A. I only regret that I have one life to lose for my country. Remember we're talking about selfless? I only regret that I have but one life to lose for my country. Another individual has said, I have long believed that sacrifice is the pinnacle of patriotism. Let me switch. Pastor, could you tell me how to have a successful relationship with someone of the opposite sex? I'll be glad to. Sacrifice yourself. Oh, and I even clarified the type of relationship. Oh, I'll help and serve wherever I can, but listen, God hasn't changed his mind, and it's still the way it was written. I told you it's a risk. And I told you there's no politics in the kingdom. <laughs> General Patton said this, It is foolish and wrong to mourn the men who died. Rather, we should thank God such men lived. Amen. Woo! I'm doing my best not to get fired up in the locker room. Wow, let me read that one again. It is foolish and wrong to mourn the men, and I would add women, who died. Rather, we should thank God for such men and women who lived. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, may God raise up more men and women who are willing at all costs to sacrifice for the next generation so that America can be the America that we have known. USA. The last one, not only are we united, not only are we selfless, but we are Americans. I remember the various mission trips that I have taken with others to other countries, and I won't name any of those countries. They can tell where you come from. Oh, you're an American. Oh, you're an American. They recognize who we are. We should be known as Americans, but we should also be known as citizens of heaven. Romans 13, 1, listen closely. Americans, true Americans, have allegiance to the country. If you've been paying close attention, and you have, the word united means that we are unified. The word selfless means we are soldiers. And above all, true Americans have allegiance to the country. Listen closely. Romans 13, 1. Let everyone be subject to the governing authorities. For there's no authority except that which God has established. Wow. So soldier, pastor, educator, former coach, what would you say the number one issue is in the culture? <laughs> this culture hates authority. But there's going to be 
going to come and give peace to the world for three and a half years. And the last three and a half, I'm going to leave it right there. You'll need to study God's word. The reason that there was a fall in the garden is because they did not like authority. None of us care for authority until we come to the cross and realize what he paid so that we can have eternal life. Wow. And I accept his authority. And those who are over me, I accept their authority. Because they can only move according to the authority that he's established. Romans 13, 1. Hmm. Two quotes as we move now to the closing video. We are here to honor men and women who sacrificed so that we could be able to enjoy this environment. I thank each one of them. What I can do for my country, I'm willing to do. Another one said, a hero is someone who has given his or her life to something bigger than oneself. Let me read that one again. A hero is someone who has given his or her life to something bigger than oneself. There's more to life than just what you see. There's more to life than what I can see. There's more to life than what our country can see. We have got to come back to the USA that built this nation, that we are united, we are selfless, and we are Americans. Shall we pray? Thanks for tuning in to this edition of Forward Church Online. At Forward, we believe that God speaks to each one of us individually, directing our lives and giving us focus. It is our desire that you would experience Christ and pursue His purpose for your life. One of the easiest ways to draw close to God is by connecting with the local church. Get started today by visiting myforwardchurch.org to find out all the ways that you can give, serve, and grow.